to On the Shelf, episode number 22 of... Brutal Battle. We are hitting these hard now. We are going to be hitting these On the Shelf episodes hard because we neglected them so much in the past. So, this is a particularly interesting episode because every single one of the breweries on this On the Shelf, we've never had any beer from. Ever. Nothing. On podcast or or off. off. Yeah. Either way. So... The reason this is happening is that we went down to Columbia to pick up some beer from Sapwood Cellars, because, as you know, we love Sapwood, and we thought, oh, let's go to the Perfect Pour, which in this Maryland Beer Drinkers Club that we're in on Facebook, a lot of people have talked about how great the craft beer selection is at the Perfect Pour, and they're located, is it technically in Columbia? It's an El- technically Elbridge, El- okay, but Elbridge. right outside Columbia. But ba- yeah, basically Columbia. So we, so Rebecca was like, well, it's not far from Sapwood, so let's just stop in when we go down to pick up beer from Sapwood and see what we can pull off the shelf there. And first of all, selection is amazing. Yeah. It's like a beer drinker's dream come true. It's kind of too much. It's a lot. It's a real overload. Like, you could spend a long time in there if you really want to look through everything, so you kind of have to scan it based off of the breweries, which it is helpful because they kind of have it clumped together by breweries, um, in the non-cold section. Well, some of the cold section they have, the four packs they do, but they have singles in their beer cave, basically, their fridge, and we went and just got singles in there, and those are kind of more mixed up. So it's a little harder to look through because you have to look at everyone, but uh, their selection is way bigger than what we're used to where we go. And their selection has a lot of breweries that we can't get their stuff where we are. And that's not uncommon because when you have smaller breweries doing distribution, their distribution sorry, their distribution usually doesn't go super far. So it's a it's definitely more localized. So it was just interesting to see that. Yeah. And for that reason we were like, well, let's pick up a bunch of stuff that we have never had before from breweries we have never experienced beer from before. And one of them I've never even heard of. Um, I had heard of all... Okay, yeah. I had heard of all of them. You've heard of that one? The second one? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we talked about that before. Oh, I'm thinking of the other... I'm thinking of the other sour we picked up. Yes, which is not on this episode. Yeah. Correct. We'll be in that one. I've never heard of that. Yeah, that one I have not heard of, but that'll be on another on the shelf. You'll see what I'm talking about then, or what we're talking about then. So the first one is a hazy IPA, and I know people are like, why are you continuing to try hazy IPAs? You know you hate them, but we have to give them their their due time. We still have to evaluate the style, especially because it's unbelievably popular, and here and there, we find ones that we really dig. So this one is by Mully's Brewery, and they are out of... Prince Frederick, Maryland, so Southern Maryland. Which I didn't know it was a place, yeah. to be honest. We're like, I'm not too familiar with Southern Maryland. Yeah. Now, this is their Hazy Not Lazy, it's a hazy Imperial IPA, I guess, uh, 7.5% alcohol, and it is... In a 12-ounce. In a 12-ouncer, which, thank you for doing 12-ouncers, because I was big on 16 ounces for a while, but I'm kind of skewing more towards... I'd kind of like to go back to 12s. I'm on the fence. I mean, I guess it's a situational thing. Like, there are times where I'm definitely like, okay, 16 ounce, perfect. And then there are times where I'm like, ah, 16 ounce is a little too much. Could really go for a 12, so. It depends. Like, when we share, a 16 ounce is perfect because we each get, like, 8 ounces. Right. 
But if you want to drink one on your own, that can be a lot. Yeah, and that's a lot of that's because we're being better about watching how much we're drinking, intaking. We've actually started using a alcohol tracking app, which is called is it called Drink Control? I think is what the app is called. And it's really good because you can just kind of track it and it tells you how many drinks worth you've had in the last day, the last week, the last month. So it keeps like a rolling count for you and it tells you like what your limit is based off male or female basically because unfortunately it is different because it's a biological thing. So women, unfortunately, it's like half of what it it is for men, very unfortunately, but... Uh, yeah, but it's good to be able to track that because then you're more cognizant because we became aware of the fact that we were just, you know, just drinking a beer. If it's a 16 ounce beer, it's not one drink necessarily. It could be less than one drink. It could be more than one drink depending on the ABV. And we weren't really thinking about that before. It was just like a 16 ounce is a 16 ounce. That's basically one, one and a half beers is basically because like 12 we thought would be one. But no, like if you're having... <laughs> A 12-ouncer that's like 12% versus a 12-ouncer that's like 4%, there's a big difference in how many drinks those count as. So yeah. it's been good to be able to track it that way. So anyway, back to this li- hazy, not lazy. Uh, it looks hazy. Mm-hmm. It's very yellow. It doesn't look too murky, though, which leads me to some optimism about it, because when it gets like super murky looking that's when it's like really yeasty and got that gross kind of flower type finish to it so this is making me kind of optimistic as far as hazies go but yeah it's got like a nice orangish yellow going on there smells good it does smell good i enjoy it there's a nice floral note on there yeah i could see that some pine pineapple pine pineapple orange a little flowery. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's got a very nice nose. Yeah. A little mango-iness coming through yeah, as well. Yeah. Pretty complex nose. Pretty nice nose. Pretty vibrant. I really like that. If it translate, if it translates the nose to the actual taste, this is going to be quite good, I think. I think it does. I, think, I like it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that is, um, yeah, that's pretty good, actually. Hmm. Has a nice mouthfeel. It feels a little creamy. Yeah, I could see that. You know, maybe they used oats in it. I know some people with their hazies, they'll use oats. That kind of gives it a little more of like a creaminess to it. Uh, It is a bit drying on the finish, but I get that with some hazies here and there. It's not like a big deal. There's more bitterness on the finish than I thought there would be in the nose, but that's not a problem for me personally. Um... Good flavor. I like the level of pine in there. Mm-hmm. I was smelling a decent amount, and it's very present in the flavor, but it's mixing really nicely with the other flavors, especially like an oranginess that's yeah. going on. Like you said, there's a good a good amount of citrus, and then that yeah. pine kind of mm-hmm. like balances out. It's uh, nice and balanced. And it's like citrusy and earthy with the mm-hmm. pine all coming together. It's got a little bit of a sweetness to it as well. But it's not too sweet. It's like a nice kind of yeah. Cause some hazies can be too sweet. Yeah, like sugary. Mm-hmm. It's not like this at all. I think this is a good hazy. Yeah, I think so too. This is like legitimately pretty good, and um, yeah, good job, Molly's. Yeah, especially for you know being our first time having a Molly's. 
and the fact that we don't, don't really like hazies. I know. I was like, this is going to be sad for Molly's because it'll be the first beer we have from them, and right. it's going to be a hazy. But it, they did a good job. Well, and the good thing is, I can tell there's no tomfoolery at play here. You know what I mean? Like, putting flour, baking flour in there to make it hate, look hazier, because I would be able to taste that. So, there's no tomfoolery here, thankfully. They are doing a straight-up good hazy IPA. Well, Imperial. And by the way, I do get that Imperial aspect to it, too, because it's a little bit thicker. Yeah. Mouthfeel-wise. Like and I like it has, that. It's full-bodied. Yeah, I like that. Good beer. Good yeah. job, Molly's. Okay, moving on to number two. Okay, so number two is by Aslan Beer Company, and they're out of Alexandria and Herndon, Virginia. It is How Now Brown Cow. Uh, it is a milk stout brewed with peanut butter, chocolate, and coffee. So sounds awesome, but... This is going to be a disaster. We've had problems with beers lately, like this. Lately, we have had... <laughs> so, I've heard a lot about Aslan over the years. Like, for a while, they were one of those breweries that were doing special can releases that people were going to and lining up for, and... It was a big deal. You could trade these beers online pretty easily. And then I started seeing things about them having quality control issues. Now, granted, I haven't seen anything about it recently, so maybe, maybe they got that under it. control. Yeah. That would be great. Um, so I'm glad that now is our first time trying an Aslan because it sounds like they went through a rough patch. Hopefully that's not still going on, but we don't know. But anyway, did you say what the ABV was? Oh, no, I didn't. Um, six. Okay. I like that it's low. Yeah. Sessionable stout. Well, we'll find out flavor-wise if it is or not. Because if it's like super um, sweet, sweet, it's not going to be sessionable. But it might be sessionable as far as like the, you know, ABV and the body. We'll see. Anyway, I'm sure it just looks like a stout, yeah. right? Yeah. Dark. A little bit lighter brown around the edges. So the head is pretty light. Yeah, it's like a very light beige. Like, light, light, light brown. It smells, smells really good. Oh my gosh, there's so much peanut butter. It's a lot of peanut butter. Wow. wow. I'm getting a lot of peanut butter and a decent amount of chocolate, too. I just get so much peanut butter, though. Like, that peanut butter is insane. I can't get the coffee. Like, the no coffee's coffee. just, like... Nose-wise, the coffee's destroyed in this because that peanut butter is insanely strong, and then you get a little bit of chocolate after that, and which it's like is, nothing else. I mean, which is good, though, because you know, if you say you're peanut butter, you want there to be peanut butter. I mean, literally, it smells like someone just put a spoonful of, like, Peter Pan peanut butter in here because it's got that, like, sweetness yeah. of, of those types of peanut butters that are real sugary, so it smells like it could be too sweet. See, I don't, I we'll don't perceive see. that. I perceive the peanut butter, but I and I'm perceiving the chocolate. To me, it's, it smells like a Reese's peanut butter cup. It smells like a Reese's peanut butter cup that's the type of proportion that I want in a Reese's peanut butter cup, where it's like barely any chocolate, mainly peanut butter. <laughs> like, that's my they proportion. They make ones like that They now. do, they do. They Have do. you had any? I haven't, but I should. I mean, yeah. when we're recording this, it's October, so I should get my hands on some of those. All right. I'm ready to go in. I hope it tastes like it smells, but I also hope it's not too sweet. Going in. No, it's good. Oh. Wow. This is a winner. Hey, Aslan. What's up? How are you? 
The peanut butter is dialed down from the smell. It is, but it's still strong. Still strong, but you definitely get the chocolate. I, I might be getting the coffee. I can I, I can perceive the coffee a little bit yeah, in the end, and it's, I do. It's it's, uh, it's in the end of the taste. Exactly. Yeah, and it's, it's mixing in with the bitterness. Yeah, it's kind of just coming off as more of just like this kind of kind of dark roastiness that moves into the bitterness. There there is so much peanut butter to it, and I can like taste that kind of coating and feel mm-hmm. that kind of like proteiny coating that you get from peanut butter. Um, very peanut buttery. I like it. I don't think I could drink a whole lot of this. I'll be happy no. to split the can with you. Yeah. Um, I'll split the can and enjoy what I drink, but I don't need a whole can. The flavors are just a little too much. There isn't as much chocolate in the flavor no. as I thought there'd be based off the nose, but the peanut butter's so nice that I, it kind of doesn't matter that much. Yeah. To be honest. If, I know. If you're a big peanut butter person, like, you will be like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I know. Like, the chocolate and the coffee kind of fall flat, but for yeah. me, it still is a great beer, so it doesn't matter. It's good. I mean, this kind of takes me back to, I haven't had one in a long time, but, like, the glory days of Duclos Sweet Baby Jesus. Yeah. When, like, it was one of, at least in our region, it was, like, the first beer with peanut butter and you're just like man that tastes so amazing like this takes me back to that with the way it's done so well yeah so i'm glad it's done really well because when we read it we were like this sounds like it could be really promising but then we were like with what we've had recently from some breweries it also makes us nervous could fall flat but yeah to two winners so far Mm -hmm. i'm surprised this isn't too sweet and it's actually not that sweet. No, it's not. Honestly. There's a little bitterness to it. I mean, the, there, there's the definitely... in the chocolate, I think. There's definitely a lot more bitterness than you would assume, especially with how sweet it does smell on the nose. So I'm just really blown away with the fact that they kept a lot of that sweetness out of it while incorporating chocolate, while incorporating peanut butter. Yeah, it That's kind of what separates, like, the crappy breweries from the breweries who know what they're doing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a nice, that's definitely like a dessert or snack yeah. beer, you know? Yeah, you're not going to have, like, multiple cans of this. No, 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 no. No. It's sessionable. I mean. It's sessionable, but it's not the kind of beer you're going to have multiples yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the ones where if you would try to do multiples, like, you're going to get palate fatigue like nobody's business. And after a while, you're just going to be like, I need some other flavor yeah. right now. Okay, so moving to beer number three, and this is a brewery we've been talking about actually physically going to, and we will in the future. We We don't know exactly when that's going to be, but it is uh, the brewery Astrolab Brewing, and Astrolab is out of Silver Spring, Maryland. Now, this beer is their Ventura Boulevard, and it I keyed into this one. I was like, we're getting this because a it's a brewery we haven't had before. By the way, sorry if you're hearing our cat making noise. She's getting into a box that has paper in it. Um, so, A, I was like, it's by Astrolab. And I've wanted to try stuff from Astrolab, and we've never had anything from them. And B, it's a West Coast IPA. And you know how I feel about West Coast IPAs. We all know now, how you feel about West Coast especially IPAs. Especially now. So, this Ventura Boulevard is their West Coast IPA. It is 6.4%, okay. and it is in a 16-ounce can. 
Thank you for making all that yeah, noise, Chloe. Yeah, making a lot of noise. Thanks for making all the noise, Chloe. You always know how to, you know, make yourself known. It's like we Cats. pull out the recording equipment and she's like, let me make lots of noise. Oh, yeah. Jump on the table. Very often she's like that. Okay. Oh, it's a pretty oh. color. Yeah, it's like a yellow-orange. Yeah. Probably closer on the yellow than the orange. Nice and clear. There's an orange in there. Yeah, nice clear beer. A little bit of like a chill haze to it, maybe. Smells good. Ooh. It does smell good. It smells nice and like resiny lupulin. Mm-hmm. I love that smell. Decent bitterness in the nose. A little sweetness. Actually, a decent sweetness yeah. in the nose. It's like candied sweetness, though. Ooh, yeah. It smells kind of like candied orange peel. Candied orange. Mm. Like dehydrated pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. Insinuating a, a decent amount of sweetness in the nose. But it smells juicy. It smells, like I said, resiny. It smells like some nice old school West Coast IPA. And it sounds like, you know, maybe the folks at Astrolab haven't forgotten what it's like to make old school IPAs. Because I worry about that with some breweries. That they've just been making so many hazies that they've forgotten how to make a West Coast style. Mm, this is tasty. Ooh. It's a lot easier than I thought it's it would very be. very easy. Yes, it is. Based off the nose. Like, the nose seems like it'll probably be a little more syrupy, a little more sticky because of how resiny it smells. But it's a lot lighter. It goes down like butter. It's got those good flavors, though. There's a really nice bitterness at the end to balance everything out. It really does yeah, taste... Yeah, not too much. It's not too bitter, though. No, no, no. Um, Just a it, little. It really does have that nice kind of, like, sweet, candied mm-hmm. orange peel, like Without I was saying. Without being too sweet. Without, right, exactly. Yeah, the nose leads you to believe it's going to be sweeter than what the actual taste is. There's a little bit of, like, a grassiness to it as well. It was pretty common with, like, West Coast styles to get that. This is going to be really hard to rank these. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, yep. I do, I do agree with that. Mm. Mm. That's good. It is very good. Nice work, Astrolab. I'm down. This makes me even more excited for us to get there physically. I will say it's a little lighter on the flavor than I would like. I was looking for a little bit more robust flavor. Okay. That's fair. Um, That's fair. But the flavors are all there. They're all good. I agree. Yeah, if you're looking for a the flavor of a West Coast style IPA that's not too high in ABV and it's um, it's got decent flavor, but it's not you know like super strong. That would be this. I mean, it's a very easy easy mm-hmm. drink, very approachable beer for mm-hmm. sure. I'm kind of surprised we haven't had any stinkers yet because. Our track record as of late hasn't been so hot with that, especially with on-the-shelf episodes. We've had stinkers, especially the last one before this. Holy crap, that was... Well, I hope this last one's not a stinker. Yeah, okay, this is the one I have the highest hopes for, and I've heard good things about this brewery. Oh, you, never mind, you've had beer from them. Oh, I have had beer from them. I have not, because this is one of those breweries that when you were going out with when you were still going out to have drinks yeah. with co-workers. <laughs> Pre-pandemic. You would go without me every single time and be like, I'm drinking beers at this place and you'll never have any. We could go back. Yeah. Um, so this is Nepenthe Brewing Company and they're out of Baltimore, Maryland. Their can art is always great, by yeah. the way. They have elaborate can art. 
It's like, I don't even know what it is. Like an It's like a brain, brain with eyeballs. Eyes. It's like a crazy science experiment. Out of like a sci-fi like movie. Purple, purples and pinks. It's their Poly Dribbles number 10, Fruited Sour Ale with blackberry, blueberry, cherry, and vanilla. And it is 5.3%. Oh, yeah. Not only do I like the description of that, but I like the 5.3% to that. Yeah. That's nice. And that's one of the great things about sours nowadays because they are incorporating fruit puree. A lot of times their ABV is a lot lower. Um, so this is actually a brewery that originally started as a home brewing supply store. Oh, really? Yes. Nepenthe was just a home brewing supply store at one point, And then they opened up into an actual brewery as well. I think they still do the homebrew supply stuff. So yeah, but I, I personally have never had Nepenthe. You have. I have. You've I've liked, only been there once, but I liked, I liked it. Right? I liked what yeah. I had. Okay. Well, I'm I excited. forgot that I had Nepenthe before. Have you had any sours by them? Mm. Oh gosh, it was so long ago that I was there. I forget. And you were so drunk. No, I was not drunk. <laughs> there was one time though where I was just like, "Are you sure you should drive home?" When was that? I don't remember that. Because there were so many of them. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's get into this. Let's evaluate this, and then we'll talk more. Then we'll reminisce about the times that. That Carlin was like, should I come get you? No. It wasn't that many, honestly. Oh, it's a really pretty color. I like to joke about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it is very pretty. Um, Very like ruby. Like like a pinkish reddish. And it has a really nice pink head. Like it's a very light pink head that's very Mm -hmm. nice looking. Okay, smell wise. Smells kind of dirty. Doesn't it? It's very, like, this is what I'm talking about, especially with, like, blackberries and boysenberries. It's got that kind there's of, no like... There's no boysenberries. Oh, there's no boysenberries? Is there blackberry, though? Yeah, there's blackberry. Okay, blackberry. Blackberry, but I was saying blackberries and boysenberries, okay. like, have the same type like thing. Like, earthy. That they, yeah, like, super earthy, almost a little, like, dirt-ish yeah. smell. And it I get smells, that. It's, I mean, you can tell it's a sour. You can smell, like, the tartness. Yeah, lemony. Definitely. And, um... It was like nondescript fruit. Nondescript fruit and naked Cheerio. Naked Cheerio, yeah. It smells a little creamy as well, which I'm assuming would be the influence from the vanilla, but I don't smell vanilla. Is there raspberry? It smells like raspberry. Is there raspberry? No, cherry. Okay. Well, I guess blueberry and cherry together could... Or just the trifecta of the blackberry, blueberry, cherry could do that. You know what? I could see the cherry in there. I definitely okay. could see the cherry in there. It okay. smells good. Yeah, no, it's, it smells fine. I, it's, I was just a little surprised I wasn't able to pick out more of the, of fruit. the fruits. Yeah. yeah. And They're also the muddled. vanilla. Like the vanilla. Yeah, no I'm vanilla. Not, yeah. I don't, like I'm saying, I smell like a creaminess that I think is coming right from the vanilla, vanilla. But I don't smell vanilla. Yeah. I well, hope it's in the flavor. the cases. good it's not great it's decent it's real mild it is very thin it's very thin and uh the, it's not as robust as i was hoping for Mm-mm. i mean if you're hoping for like a dewey beer company secret machine this is gonna really disappoint you if that's what you're looking for where's the vanilla though i'm tasting lime uh yeah it's like a sour yeah the lime 
the sour's coming off as like a lime. Usually it is kind of like a lemon, but that is a good point. It's very lime-ish. It's not bad. It's just not what I was hoping for. You know, it's just kind of like an eh beer to me. Like, I don't really care about it. I mean, it's not yeah. it's not bad, but, like, it's not worth getting, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, if someone gave it to you for free, like, fine. But if you're paying for it, I'd say just get something else, honestly. Yeah, there's a lot. There's better fruited sours out there, yeah. for sure. Um... Well, with it still it it does just taste kind of murky and just kind of I just the think fruit it's, isn't as vibrant as I want right. it. Right, like I don't. The fruit is so weak. The fruit is so weak, and the vanilla is like there's no vanilla. I yeah, taste I absolutely taste no, nothing from the vanilla. And if you're gonna call out those ingredients, if that's what's in there, I assume you're doing it because you want that flavor profile. This is a fail. For that reason. Like, you didn't get the flavor pro- profile of what's being promised here at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, this beer... I mean, it's not an offensive beer like that Finch one, which Ooh. is just, like, disgusting. And I already went on my rant during that episode, so I'm going to save see, it. But. There's definitely someone out there. There's people out there that are going to really like this beer, for sure. Yeah, but here's the it's thing. it's easy to drink, and it doesn't taste like a beer. But with the current climate... Well, the current market... Of sour beers, when you read what's in this, you have a certain expectation of what that's going to taste like, mm-hmm. or at least close to what it should be like. And it's just not even close. Like, yeah. it doesn't even touch it. I mean, I think we have our, our clear bottom of ranking one. Yeah, that, you know, and that really bums me out, because I really wanted to like it. Yeah. Not just because of what it was, but because I really have wanted to like Nepenthe. Um, especially cause you've gone and liked their yeah. stuff, but that's also good for us to let people know is that you've had other things of theirs yeah. and it's been good. So, I mean, I did a flight when I was there and I think I liked everything I had. The other thing is maybe that's sours aren't their thing. Yeah. Maybe they're not great at it. That happens. Okay. So, um, I, mean, ranking... I would definitely try more of their stuff. This ranking's going to be a little tough for me. I'm going to have to retry something. I have a feeling... Oh, you want to retry this yeah. one as well? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because we're retrying the Hazy Not Lazy just because it was the first one, so... That might be my favorite. <laughs> I do. I mean... Sure. It's up to you, man. Like, whatever you like. You I like think I'm you doing like. this. I think I'm doing... That. <laughs> Seriously? Uh-huh. Hmm. <laughs> I think I'm doing the order we tasted them in. Yeah, go ahead. I'm on board. You're on board with that? Yeah, after I, I retried the Hazy Not Lazy and the Ventura Boulevard, and I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay, so our number four beer is by Nepenthe Brewing Company, Poly Dribbles number 10, the fruited sour ale with blackberry, blueberry, cherry, and vanilla. Number three is Astrolab Brewing, Ventura Boulevard, the West Coast IPA. Number two is by Aslan Beer Company, How Now Brown Cow, Milk Stout, brewed with peanut butter, chocolate, and coffee. This is Which so means crazy. our number one this is, crazy. is Hazy Not Lazy by Molly's Brewery. I'm shocked 
that that the hazy it's nut really lazy good. is our favorite of this because you know, our thing with Hazy IPAs, we're not that big into it. And I, I just, with the other beers and their descriptions, like, coming into this, I was like, the Hazy Not Lazy might be decent, but I, it's not going to be number one. But guess what? Yeah, you never know. That's why we try them. Because, wow, Mully's, wow, you guys did a nice job. Yeah. You have uh, made people who don't like Hazy IPAs like a Hazy IPA. The only other one I can think of... That I, well, other than Sapwood stuff that I can think of. Because Sapwood does a lot of hazy IPAs that I really do want to drink. Other than that, the one, only one I can think of is Week Away by uh, True Respite. Um, man, they do such an amazing job with that beer. That's a wonderful hazy IPA. Wonderful. But yeah, this is fun. Uh, and I'm glad we finally tried some stuff yeah. from some breweries I mean, that we don't know number about. number one, two, and three for me were pretty close. Yeah, oh, I agree with that. The Nepenthe was the one that was furthest behind. Yeah, Nepenthe was, yeah. It's like third tier, and the other ones were like first tier, yeah. basically. Unfortunately, but we'll we'll try some more Nepenthe. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can even do a showcase, because we can yeah. probably get enough of their stuff. Sure. Definitely. They're also not that far from us, so we could we just go, there. go there and get stuff. Yeah. Uh, or also just include them in an excursion episode, too. That's yeah. another thing. We only did like a Baltimore excursion once. We're due and for another one. there's plenty of and there's, and there's new ones out there, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mob Town. I've always wanted to check out Mob yeah. Town. Yeah. We almost grabbed a beer by Mob Town at yeah. Perfect Pour. We'll get there. We'll get around to this stuff. There's too much too beer. Many. It's too many. All right, let's talk about the, the stuff that you guys can do for us to repay us. Rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you use, please. iTunes matters the most. Tell people about the podcast. Word of mouth is a big thing. You can visit the website, BrutalBattle.com, or go to archive.org and search Brutal Battle if you want back episodes going all the way back. Um, what else? Email us, BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. If you have ideas for episodes or certain beers you want to see, certain breweries you want to see on the podcast, or actually hear on the podcast, or if you just want to say hi or you want to get recommendations, whatever, you can email us there uh, on Untapped. Rebecca C. And Carlin C. or Carlin Cook. And then Instagram. Yeah, Brutal Battle Podcast. And Rebecca, as I've said before, is doing a very good job with the Instagram. That's probably the best place to do anything, like interact with us at all, honestly. Yeah, you can send us messages through Instagram, Yeah, too. send us messages through Instagram. Um, yeah, interact with us that way. See what we're go- where we're going and what we're doing and all yeah. that stuff. But. Regardless, thank you for listening to this. We do appreciate it. And until next time, keep it brutal.